From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, September 3rd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Health officials are warning children now account for more than one-fifth of all COVID-19 cases. Karina Nova reports. The American Academy of Pediatrics is encouraging parents to get eligible children vaccinated. They say the trials for children 12 and older showed 100% efficacy. Chris Allegria says giving her kids the vaccine was an easy choice. Kids have been getting vaccines since they were babies. I put my faith in the doctors then, and I don't know why anyone wouldn't now data on the safety and effectiveness of the vaccine in children 5 to 11 is expected as soon as this month. I'm Karina Nova. To date, 8.8 million children in the U.S. are fully vaccinated. Like many school districts around Ohio, COVID cases are on the rise in Toledo. Carla Byron has the story. School started two weeks ago for Toledo Public Schools. From August 23rd to the 29th, the district had four employees quarantined and 246 students quarantined. The week before, there were zero employees quarantined and 57 students quarantined. That's a more than 330% increase. It's a little more than 1% of the student population. I'm Carla Byron. One Southwest Ohio school district voted Friday to impose a mask mandate. ONN's Steve Vaughn has more. The Hamilton City School Board approved Superintendent Michael Holbrook's request to require masks in all district buildings starting Wednesday. He says over 800 students are out due to COVID quarantine. We've already lost 20% of our football season. What's next? Homecoming, prom, graduation, band concerts. Field trips. The mandate will last through the end of the quarter on October 12th. That's when the data will be reevaluated. Steve Vaughn, ONN. And a union representing thousands of teachers in Ohio is calling for a statewide mask mandate in schools. Angela Ann reports. The Ohio Federation of Teachers issued a statement Thursday. President Melissa Cropper cited the fact that thousands of students and teachers have missed school already because of COVID-19, and it's not even Labor Day. She says a statewide mandate on face coverings is the best way to keep students safely in the classroom. I'm Angela Ann. Another Ohio college announced last night that it will require students and staff to get the coronavirus vaccine. More from Andrew Kinsey. Bowling Green State University now requiring it. President Rodney Rogers saying all students and staff must be fully vaccinated by November 29th. Applications for exemptions must be submitted by November 1st. Now, BG is the latest to add the requirement for Ohio State, Miami University, Ohio University, and Toledo are all requiring students to be vaccinated by the end of November. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Even though the CDC says unvaccinated Americans should stay home this holiday weekend, a lot of people are expected to hit the roads. Molly Brewer reports. According to analytics company Enrix, they say if your road trip starts today, you should avoid heading out between noon and 830 when people are probably heading out from work or running errands. If you are leaving Saturday, a little different. Enrix says the worst time to leave by car is between noon and 5 p.m., the best time before 11. And that's the case for anyone returning Monday also. It's best to hit the road before 11. Things could get backed up between 1 and 5 p.m. I'm Molly Brewer. Ohio State beat Minnesota on the road last night 45-31 to as quarterback C.J. Stroud passed for 294 yards and four touchdowns in his starting debut. Dave James has the details. The fourth-ranked Buckeyes kept Coach Ryan Day unbeaten in Big Ten play to start his third full season. 
They flashed their five-star speed with 270-plus yard scores, one early and one late. Day is 24-2 overall and 16-0 in conference games. Most painful for the Gophers was the loss of star running back Mo Ibrahim to an apparent injury to his lower right leg. He had 30 carries for 161 yards and two touchdowns. Dave James, ONN News. A Lorraine County middle schooler is accused of bringing a gun to school. Michael Kelly says the Northeast Ohio boy is claiming it was for his own safety. That's what Amherst Police Lieutenant Dan McCroskey says the boy told officers at Amherst Junior High School on Wednesday. Fortunately, he didn't bring any ammo and McCroskey says the boy did not threaten anyone. In the meantime, administrators put the building on lockdown until the weapon was recovered from under the student's locker. He is charged with illegal possession of a firearm in a school safety zone and carrying a concealed weapon. Michael Kelly, ONN News. Ohio's Republican Secretary of State, Frank LaRose, the state elections chief, has launched an effort to purge inactive voters from the state rolls. LaRose directed Ohio's 88 county elections boards this week to begin the four-year process of identifying voters who have been inactive for the past two years. The process also looks at a database identifying voters whose addresses may have changed and whose voter registration must be updated to reflect the move. Inactive voters can keep themselves on the rolls by voting in any election in the next four years, submitting an absentee ballot application, registering to vote, or taking other election-related steps. And while parts of Ohio experienced heavy rain and localized flooding when the remnants of Hurricane Ida swept through this week, the storm caused significant death and destruction elsewhere. Angela Ann reports. At least 13 deaths are blamed on Hurricane Ida in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, including three nursing home residents and two 19-year-old utility workers who were electrocuted while trying to restore power. The remnants of Ida then caused tornadoes and flooding that killed at least 46 people in the northeastern U.S. Five days after making landfall in Louisiana, more than 800,000 power customers are still without electricity. That's about 40 percent of the state. Angela Ann, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.